Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Capitalist Investor. As always, you got me, Diamond Hands D, and Tony and Luke. What's going on, boys? What's up? What up? I don't understand, man. Why don't I? I, I had a nickname, and now I don't, and I miss it. <laughs> like, I don't know what to we do. Should, like, you miss, new, we you miss Tony the nick- Tiger? We should get new nicknames, right, because yeah. Diamond Hands D... It's a little right. stale now. It's, 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 it's too it's much. 2020. And, the meme, and the memes are dead, man. The memes are dead. <laughs> they so are. We, need to, we need to figure that out. All right. All right. We'll put that on the list. New nicknames. <laughs> send, send come in, come in your send way. In, send in your... <laughs> send yeah. In, yeah, send in uh, your, your, uh, what you think yeah. our name should be. Keep yeah. it nice, too. All right. Don't keep it nice, please. <laughs> that would be a lot more fun if you didn't. All, All right. right. So this week, let's get into it. We'll talk about uh, the Inflation Protection Act. That should be... Rich. <laughs> um, so talk about Rich. Biden raising a, uh, taxes nice on people he said he wasn't going to. And then obviously another huge news story this week is um, uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, visiting Taiwan and all the problems that caused. And, you know, some kind of basic, um, well, not basic, but, you know, lots of economic takes out there. So we got a couple uh, that will fit in at the end, including, uh, you know, potential strikes in uh, some some railway um, labor unions. Um, you know, people are just getting overworked out there <laughs> pretty much across all uh, sectors. Um, and we saw the job uh, available jobs postings out there decline pretty rapidly um, on, on the newest read. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into it, boys. Um, Inflation Protection Act. Um, which sounds like it would be a good thing since we have lots of inflation. Um, but inside of this bill, we have basically increased taxes uh, along every single uh, bracket. So when the Biden camp said they weren't going to raise taxes on anyone earning less than $400,000, that has proven to be a lie. Uh, I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> Dude, I, I just I'm just so confused. I feel like they're running a bill out every every week, every yep. month. I, I'm confused <laughs> at this point. Like I'm just I don't even know which bill has been passed on the <laughs> been chop blocked. I don't know. I don't know what is going and on. We got anymore. John Stewart throwing temper tantrums everywhere. <laughs> it's like what is so, going on? So and but I can understand why it's mass confusion is because. The Democrats have about five more months, and then there's complete gridlock. Yeah, because there, there, there will be the the reestablishment of the checks and balances, and I'm assuming there'll be a lot of you know flipping uh, to you know the Republican sides of for the the Senate House things like anything that's Democratic. I assume is going to flip except the presidency. Here's my observation about the government. They are (laughs) reactionary in every single sense. They do not try to prevent bad things from happening. They try to try to fix bad things after the fact, after their bad policies fail. Right. And that's what we're seeing right now. That's why all these bills are like, you know, getting passed every single week. There's a new bill. They're trying to fix inflation. They're now they're printing uh, billions of dollars to try to get semiconductors made here. Um, in, in the United States, uh, rather than Taiwan, which we'll talk about yeah, here we'll in the other topic, about. but they're, they're reactionary. They don't try to prevent or risk, manage risk along the way. Like, they're not, they're not visionaries. They, they <laughs> are just call it that. And they just, that's the thing that's frustrating to me. And, and when it comes down to the taxes, like raising taxes, like, yeah, it sucks that, that he lied through his teeth. 
and everyone's paying more taxes. But I, I'm actually more worried about the minimum corporate tax going yeah. up to like 15%. Like we're in a recession and yeah, the job market's hot now, which it probably won't be in six months, even before this act. But what happens when you raise taxes on corporations that margins are getting compressed because of inflation and and people not spending money? So the margins are getting comp- compressed. What happens to those companies when they have to pay more in taxes? They lay off more workers. So you're basically making the recession deeper by enacting this, which, yeah, it's going to calm inflation. It's going to bring inflation down yeah. because I mean, people aren't going to have <laughs> n- any money. And the middle class is going to be like, you know, living on the street. Yeah. I mean, Trump lowered taxes and we actually had more tax revenue. Like what actually matters. It doesn't yeah, matter. about absolutely. It doesn't matter what you're paying. It matters what everyone is paying and we add more revenue and i don't understand why anyone can't like just say that out loud and and say don't don't fi- you know fix or don't what was it don't fix what's not broken yeah yep. so mm-hmm. leave it alone <laughs> so uh, i don't know that's where i'm just gonna end it like it's just ridiculous at this point and, and you're right luke i i do feel that they are reactionary and and that's not the way to run a, a government because everything's you know Every data point that they get now is is stale. It's right. it's it's backwards looking. <laughs> my, so. my favorite thing here too is um, the measure would raise seven hundred thirty nine billion dollars over ten years span. How much did we print? Seven trillion dollars, <laughs> eight trillion dollars. Like I, I'm not saying that you should raise taxes further to pay that. I'm absolutely not saying that. But like you just referred to, like the lower tax environment actually generating more revenue. Like we got a lot of ground to make up. <laughs> like. But that, but it's not through taxes. It's through stimulating the economy through the freedom of the markets, free markets, capitalism. Absolutely, yeah. That, that's exactly what it comes down to. And I, like we've we've seen this ha- happen. Well, I, I've seen it my whole entire life. It's it's the back and forth between the 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 spending and taxing, um, and then trying to undo that. <laughs> yeah, and, and this Inflation Act, like printing three hundred billion dollars so they're raising taxes and then printing another like 300 billion Mm dollars and giving it out to like ev vehicles so yeah okay again you're you're it's a complete mind game like it's honestly like it's hard to grasp like how messed up things are going to be because people aren't going to have jobs they're giving making evs more affordable but yeah how they how much more affordable are they from sixty thousand down to fifty five thousand because of the credit like people won't be able to afford it then, but plus, I mean, even deeper than that, our power grid isn't absolutely isn't beefed up enough to take care of everyone plugging in their car. But nope. they, my lights were flickering last week in in my city, like mm. off and on for two days straight. Mm. Like our power grid, even up here, like what we've had four power outages in like the past two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what maybe was it Derek? Maybe twenty years ago, they had that 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 giant storm giant huge mm. like storm and and what they do they blame it on a squirrel jumping <laughs> yeah. on a transfuser or something but anyway i digress That's but um, one, uh, i'm just squirrel. i'm just really curious if they're gonna pass that like student loan forgiveness like it keeps on popping up like ah, just i, I think it was like Pel- it wasn't pelosi it was elizabeth warren, was warren yeah. that mm-hmm. said yesterday this today would be a great day to cancel ten thousand dollars in student loans <laughs> 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 it, just, it continues just to keep on popping up. So, all right. Let's, let's Yesterday was a great day to not get a nuclear war, but we'll talk about No this. kidding. <laughs> Man, how, how, how what's, what stupidity? Like, why would you go? Like, well, that leads right into the next topic. I don't know. Yeah, let's go. Smooth transition right there. <laughs> Luke, why don't, you, uh, why don't you introduce this one since you, uh, I believe you talked about it this morning, right, on TV? Yeah, yeah. So um, 
it's essentially the next topic is about Taiwan, China situation, impact on semiconductor, Pelosi going there. You know, my, my initial quick take is the biggest thing I'm worried about. I'm not necessarily worried about nuclear war, but what I am worried about is economic warfare, like kind of like what we did to Russia, Ukraine, like we um, you know, sanctioned you know, a lot of imports and and made them hurt economically. China is about to do the same thing to us. You know, the economic economic cold war. Yeah. I've heard it called that. And and I honestly I'm actually worried about like also cyber security. Like they can just shut us down. Yeah, because they're gonna have all the semiconductors and all the power. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but hack in and shut off our power grid. So, and then, so that's the thing. They're gonna, so Taiwan produces fifty percent of the semiconductors um in the world. So, you know, Taiwan's basically a China territory, but they've kind of let it be free for the past, you know, I don't know how many decades, whatever it be, right? Um, now that we're kind of infringing on that, I wouldn't be surprised if China gets more involved with Taiwan just to kind of piss us off and, um, you know, the funnel all the semiconductors to themselves and not allow the world to have them. So what's that going to do to the supply chain? What's that going to do to inflation? It's yeah. going to go, inflation's going to go even higher. Like, it's the, not cool. The, the, the chip bill's just too late, you know? I mean, it, we're three years away from producing the first chip because <laughs> not, nothing's I don't even there's no breaking ground yet there's not there's nothing in there to build an actual chip for all this money that and a lot of things can happen Again, in, reactionary. In, in three days three weeks but three years Jesus man yeah reactionary about a year and a half too late yeah <laughs> I don't know why we're so dependent on other countries like I get the free market like it's cheaper for other people I get that but like I don't get like oil like these like like Things that can like ruin a country if you don't have the technology, like mm -hmm. semiconductors. Like, I get if we like ten percent of the world was like produced in Taiwan, but why is it fifty? Why is the U.S. not producing more? Like, or trying to innovate? Like, that's not cool. Like, it's not that's not sustainable for national security, really. I can't. I I'm not going to disagree with any of that. Um, but I'm just trying to figure out why. Okay, whether she should have gone or not. Whatever, but why was she going in the first place? Like I just don't <laughs> understand. And then and then there's conflicting statements that Pelosi came out and said like, "Hey, we got Taiwan's back." And then somebody called the White House out and said, right. "That's her speaking on her own." Like, mm -hmm. wow, good coordinated <laughs> effort, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> like that, we don't we don't stand behind Taiwan. <laughs> oh my! Well, God. I don't think they do. I think they came out and said that they don't. They don't yeah. support. Well, the independence. I think right. Pelosi's just trying to get her insider yeah, trading off. She's of her a new bag. Warren Buffett, so let's. Let, I wonder if she's visiting any chip plants out there. Well, yeah, but it's even. I think it's more of even a distraction. Like she's had a lot of eyes on her recently with negative attention. Yeah. Like this is probably something. And, and also, real quick, Biden's his. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Is perceived to be weak. I mean, he really is. Yeah. So I think this was a way for us to try to act like we don't care what China's opinions are and do it anyway and try to seem strong. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, China moves into Taiwan, gets more aggressive with what they're doing. Um, yeah, we're not going to sadly, you know, I don't think interfere. But I, I'm not saying sadly, you got to be strategic about this. It's, there's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of opinions out there. Um, but I, I highly doubt the reaction will be to get involved if China does invade. Yeah, I saw as I was reading about this, the uh, the trip cost uh, taxpayers about ninety million dollars. You know, based on I think they had, they had to move uh, like four warships around yeah. Taiwan or something. They got like carriers that. out there. Yeah. They got like it's it's no it's joke. Yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> so, you, there's a lot of things that they just don't talk about the expenses. And, and you're right. There's a war. There's a Aircraft carrier out there, mm -hmm. planes, everything, man. So. I, there's a lot of things that happened in the past couple of years that are historical moments that we don't talk about much now. 
But I think 10, 15, 20 years down the road, like we're going to talk about these historical moments, you know, talk about COVID stimulus, whatever it be like, um, talk about like basically this being uh, close to even the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, mm-hmm. like this is kind of we're at DEFCON 2 in Europe. Like no one talks about that. We're one away from like the top nuclear like thing. Like it's like these are moments that we don't really think about much now but like 10 years 15 years down the road we could look back and be like wow these were kind of scary moments yeah, and then you got the president of ukraine taking vogue pictures <laughs> yeah, it's really like huh, photo shoot on anymore man that, that is that is um, wild but that's not the first time pelosi's uh spent money they you know to run her back and forth between dc and california was i don't know how many billions of dollars of <laughs> year of private flights mm-hmm. because she wanted to live in california but she had to be in dc she couldn't mm-hmm. Did you ever hear of Zoom meetings? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Save taxpayers a couple billion dollars just by doing Zoom. Right. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one. So last week I I saw a, a headline. So we're worried about supply chain issues, things like that. Um, well, the rail, um, the rail system, freight rail, uh, wanted to go on strike. Uh, labor unions involved. And I think it's kind of on a standstill but like it just made me think i'm like that how fragile it is again even domestically if we can't get our our unions right because they kind of dominate that transportation industry so uh but it also now spiked a couple other things that we were looking at and so we're technically in a recession but we're um you know, fundamentally not in a recession, according to the White House, right? I, I, because of the we, – we still have jobs out there, right? But everything else like is said, going I'm just backwards. throwing my economics books out the window yeah, at this point. But then it comes to politicians. But you had um, the, the big shipping firm, uh, Mirasek, who, you know, those big freight um, – you know, the big freights, the, the big boats, all that stuff. The barometer of global trade is warming, is warning that there's weak demand and warehouses are filling up. So – that I'm going to keep on bringing stuff up like this because it, we're in a we're we're going backwards is not it's not a bad thing you know it's like I always refer to it as like you know when when you're younger or now you're like work out you got to take a break so that you can build stronger going forward but you need to break you need to give things a rest and it's natural it in is everything natural. it's a, the reason we have recessions is because. Uh, money gets too cheap or liquidity is too easy in, in the economy and you need to take some of that liquidity out. Yeah. That's why it's not it's a, a constant word. thing. But guess what? We've printed $7 trillion, whatever it was, <laughs> and look how much liquidity pumped. Look how much liquidity is about to be taken out, like more than usual with the recessions. That's why when they're simple, it's a simple analysis. Like that's why I think it's, it is going to be deeper, maybe not necessarily deeper. It's either going to be deeper or longer lasting. I think it'll be longer lasting because the liquidity is there. You know, the jobs are there. I don't know how, you know, how high on the job spectrum spectrum mm-hmm. are, are available. You know, I, I, you know, I don't know how many. It could be two thousand- years of ne- uh, not necessarily negative growth, two years of no growth. Like if, if we don't grow any GDP wise over the next two, three years, like that's the same thing to me as a recession. Like I don't care if it's negative. Right. If you're still growing at 0.5% maybe, like even like – you know, a little bit higher than that, even it's like, that's not what we're used to. So to me, that's like, that's a recession still, even yeah. though in, in the definition, we've already had the recession two negative quarters, but to me, stable growth, no growth is, is longer lasting. That's not good either. Yeah. I, uh, I can't disagree with that as well. Um, but 
I, I do feel that we're everything's taking a break and the White House can call it whatever they want. <laughs> and but technically we're in a recession and and now you have some of these um you know big global traders saying, hey, demand's down seven percent. So I, it, it's hard to it's hard to start facing the facts and you know, but you can't change the definition of a recession. Well, they did. Yeah, right. <laughs> they actually changed the definition of definition. I don't know if you saw that, oh <laughs> but gosh, it's on, uh, on it's on Wikipedia, um, and and they're both locked. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, available jobs out there. Um, it went down by about seven hundred thousand, so that number is now at ten point seven million. Um, I believe it was up. Upwards of eleven, 11. or twelve million. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> so yeah, you know, definitions are one thing. As you, you, like we've said before, you got to really get through all those open jobs before we're in a real bad recession. Um, but it's it's starting to trend that way. Yep. And you're seeing it across everything that you do, whether it's going to you know McDonald's or a restaurant or a you know, amusement park, there's just less workers out there working and it, it makes the experience of, of most things not as good as it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Companies are going to get a lot more efficient. Like, you know, I, I yep. was taking a look at the rail strikes thing, um, labor unions, we, you know, we were talking about, Tony was referring to, and, you know, a lot of things say like, you know, freight train workers are fed up. You know, I think I heard as construction workers are like fed up with how many hours they're working because mm-hmm. of how much, you know, projects are all working on, how much stimulus we pumped. So like, I think it's going to be interesting. Like we saw the great resignation, but I think it's good. You know, we saw poaching. Poaching was huge during that, that time. I think a lot of companies are going to thin up to become more efficient, get rid of their non-essential employees. But then some of the good employees are, you're starting to start seeing a lot of companies reaching out, poaching like more than it was even before. Cause yep. you try to get more efficient, better workers, like that kind of thing. So I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens as the job market, those, um, those numbers come down to 10.7 million, come down to maybe, what, maybe five, four million. We see unemployment take up from 3.6 yeah. to four and a half, maybe right. around there, 5%. Like it's going to be a unique environment. We're going to see, I think, similar things happen that we saw during the Great Resignation, but for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I even I even noticed it dropping off my kids at school. The, um, there was a little construction going on. And you know how there's like two flag people, right? Yeah. And for a, for a, a one lane traffic when when they're doing construction, they had um, basically robot robotic uh, flags that would come down. And I guess you know they were talking to, uh, on both sides of the construction, so the flag would go up, the cars would go through, and then the other one um, when those cars were through would come down. That's some so fancy it, stuff. It eliminated you know two jobs right there. And 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 Luke, you're right. That's that's the kind of stuff that we're going to see going forward. Yeah, we're going to continue to lose jobs to AI. Yep, you absolutely. Know, I, I think that I think that's coming. I don't know if it's two years, five years, 10 years, but like jobs like that will be eliminated because of right now. Yeah, absolutely. But all right. So wrapping up my, my, again, like we talked about a lot of different, we're kind of all over the map, but man, I'm really watching this, this China Taiwan thing. I, I, I don't think a lot of people understand the impact that Taiwan semi has on every, everybody, you know, is that going to, I don't know how severe it's going to be to we can't roll down our windows in our cars or <laughs> that we can't heat our seats or like we can't turn on our computers. Right. But yeah. it, that is a big, big, big problem that I think people are overlooking. 
to be honest with you. So, yeah. All right, guys. And you'll have that when the, you know, the market starts creeping up for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> They're just happy that happens and not why. Yeah. So, well, and by the way, Derek, let's, let's not, uh, not this week, but next week starts the FedEx Cup for golf. Mm-hmm. We'll have to uh, start taking a look at, you know, who we feel is going to win the FedEx yeah, I won't Cup be and- here next week for uh, <laughs> that podcast. <laughs> and we still got to schedule barbecue, too. Yeah, because you owe me lunch. Uh, I owe you lunch. You picked the winner of the British Open. That that was impressive. Yeah, thank it you. really was. I think I picked another winner earlier this year, too. <laughs> I think you did, too. Yeah, I think it was the Masters. Yeah. Can you let me know your sports bets before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he makes he, he spreads it out. So. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, yeah, I guess um, I forgot to mention RIP to uh, Vin Scully, 94 years. Um, what a what a run, of the announcer for the Dodgers. for 67, 67 years. 67 years. That's insane. You know, he called some big moments um, for my childhood. Um, and also, a lot of people don't know the uh, the catch of the, the 49ers, Montana to mm. Dwight Clark. Uh, Vin Scully called that, too. So Wow. So, yeah, uh, another legend lost. So, RIP. And hey, thanks to everyone for listening this week. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, nicknames, uh, <laughs> please shoot them through at info at swpconnect.com. And we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.